Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Serial and a happy 2017 to you. Uh, we got a full crew in here, but before we get anywhere else, I want to apologize to you, the listener. I know we've been gone for a while. Uh, I, I think it's pretty well known around the, uh, around, the, around the globe that we usually run a really tight ship here. Get you a fresh episode every two to six weeks. Uh, and, but we have slacked off over the holidays, lots of various reasons. And I could sit here and I could make excuses. It's mostly drinking. I could, I could, no, you know, drinking was not going to be one of the excuses, but why not? Yeah. That's, that's what the holidays are for. Mm-hmm. And there you go. The, uh, the enabling dulcet tones you hear are of course, Marky. <laughs> Say hi to everybody, Marky. Hello. Oh, and I, and I am uh, your host, Grim Shea, by the way. Yep. We all knew that. Uh, and then one more introduction to make. Hey ho, Johnny Heck is here. Hey Johnny, Johnny. Heck. Hey ho. Oh wow. And so good to see you again. So, so my friends. I, I know and I am so glad to be here gathered with you guys because this week we are going to do a special little wrap up of twenty sixteen. A hostful even. Uh, very timely here uh-huh. at the end of January. That's, and all. That's our middle name. <laughs> and stay timely. tuned for uh, April, our uh, preview of twenty seventeen to come. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hang tight. <laughs> but uh you know, twenty sixteen is uh I it seems like every year people talk about uh oh God, what a crazy year. Good to see it gone. But that sentiment no, seemed no, extra no, no. strong this, this year this. for a number yep. of, of reasons. Yep. I will never but use that still term again. Good. I, I will never turn. I will never use that term again. Which term? That. Thank God this year's over. You no, will, no, no. You will never this, use it again. This is. Did you use it this year? Yes. This, but I earned. We earned that this year. You say enough. Yes. That's that's. We'll you never, used it. You meant no. it, and no, it's nope. no longer rhetoric for you. Nope. I feel like now it has meaning. It so never stops. I need to apologize to previous years for saying I'm glad 2015 is over. <laughs> yeah. right. No. I'm glad yeah. 1995 is over. Yeah. I want those back. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather have yeah. any of those. Any yeah. of those years back. are better. Bring than them back. Yeah. 2010 yeah. doesn't seem so bad now, does mm-hmm. it? No, it does not. All but you people who bitched. I think I know. I think ago. I know what you were getting at, though, Six and that is ago. that there are some wonderful, amazing gems of 2016. No, there. Yeah, yeah. there there are, and I and uh, I think we can talk a whole lot about the year. But before we get carried away, I want to compartmentalize this a little bit. I want to talk about uh, just the movies. Okay. There were some good movies. Mm-hmm. There were some bad ones. Mostly. I think uh, let's let's talk bad first. Uh, 
Batman versus Superman. Am I out of line saying that was a bad movie? I don't and think so. Do I need to look it up? Whoa. It seems like it was years ago, but I'm pretty sure that was 2016. I actually, um, nor every single Superman movie that's ever existed, and for that matter, Batman movie, I have run to. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the Superman side, I've been generally okay with almost all of them. Um, Batman's, you know, there's a, there's some there's some discussion on some of the Schumachers, but yeah. Now, but you think yeah. overall, <laughs> Batman is. But hold on, but hold on. We we do like Batman. Yes, yeah. Well, and I like Superman movies. Um, this one, I just I got it for Christmas. I got the Blu-ray, and I haven't seen it since the theater. And I walked out of the theater liking it. I was convinced that I didn't like it by all kinds of people, um, but I liked the movie. But that worked on you. No, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just being, I'm being facetious. It, I liked the movie. All right. I walked out all here. Right. I liked it. I liked it for for a lot of reasons. And then I just, I'm not kidding you. I watched it because I got a bunch of Blu-rays for Christmas, and I watched it about four or five days ago. And this yeah. was the special edition, like the extended cut. Uh, the one that supposedly yeah. fixes some kind of issues there, yeah. Well, that's um, what I thought. Oh, this movie needs to be longer. <laughs> yeah, let's, well. Let's take the um, extended version. I don't mind a long movie. <laughs> I don't mind a long movie if it's necessary, you know? Like, there's there's plenty of times you're having a good time. You're like, oh, I want this to last longer. Okay, well, I, I, okay, I but, did not like it very much, okay. but I have not seen that version. So tell me, as someone who didn't really even mind the first one, did the did the recut make it better? Um, th that is a trick question, um, and let me tell you why. Oh, with the trick I've answer, I waded into this. Uh, so look, <laughs> the way that okay. So for one, I liked the movie that I saw in the theater last year. Right. I thought that it had it 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 was a mix of the best Batman story that I had ever read, which was The Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. And it was with. The death of Superman. It was it was molded together. It was a mashup. It was a mashup. It was a mashup, is and what the kids would call. Those are of those two superheroes, which are the king of superheroes. It was a mashup of those two. I don't know what the Wonder Woman part had with those two things. However, Gal Gadot might be the Gadot is a Godot. I think it's Godot. Godot. She is. Stunning. She's awesome. Stunning. Good so, honor. So whatever whatever reason you want to put her in a movie dressed as Wonder Woman, not gonna hurt my opinion of the film. Right. Okay? So she's just icing on the cake. Okay? She's she's True. sweet. And I and okay? I think a lot right. of people said she was kind of the best part. What no to she me, was the only she was, non misstep by a lot of She uh, was unnecessary in the film. One hundred percent unnecessary, but so is frosting it's the on a kind cake. Of film that you, <laughs> right. frosting you on a cake of think is uh, so many parts. Frosting on a cake is unnecessary, but hold on. But you know, again, you're taking the Dark Knight Returns that story arc with the Superman, the death of Superman story arc, and you put them together, and I think it worked. Like if on my second viewing. I didn't really notice, like, the new scenes, although there's a Steppenwolf scene that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, but what I noticed, which, was in the, which is in the original cut of the film, is that there has never been a Batman more frightening. 
when you see him very first, and he's kind of clinging to the wall, like in the shadow, and then he like crawls on the wall, like he's some kind of like predator or serpent or something. Yeah, I I, I, mean, I agree. Whoa. Great, the bat fleck as they call him, I think, was actually wow. awesome. He was amazing. That and was the bright spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, sh- okay. okay. And yeah. Wonder Woman. I mean, I think we're actually True. finding more things. Exactly. We've liked about it than not. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. If you yeah. guys watch, ha- uh, look, I have. Heckles, I have. Ha- have you seen it again? I have. Uh, just the one time. Okay. Have you seen it again? No. Have you, uh, Grim, have you seen it again? I have seen it about 1.4 times. Okay. What, what I am saying is, from a person that liked the movie, when you watch it again, when I watched it again, yeah. <laughs> I validated my original. I was like, I, I really like this movie now. Okay. You know what I mean? I was just like, this movie is great. It's great. Great. See? That's actually good, and I'm glad that you had that much to say about 2016. it. 2016. <laughs> I, I, but that was in 2016, and you can't argue that the general, uh, if you're checking the pop culture pulse mm-hmm. of America, that was a dim spot. That was a downbeat uh, and sure, on that I note, guess. and another one, and we can have our own different opinions about this because I think that one was a little overly uh, harsh in, Critical. in in the way mm-hmm. people treated it. I agree with you. There are actually some very good elements in there, and I hope they don't stop making them because I wouldn't mind watching it 1.4 times again if they got a sequel. <laughs> Knock it out. Uh, and another one along these lines, a little less uh, you know, uh, reviled, but still generally – it's got uh, it's got a it's got a bad Rotten Tomato score. Would be a Suicide Squad, another DC uh-huh. outing, also with the Batfleck. Yep. Well, I I'd be curious. I kind of liked it. Yeah. I like to know what Johnny Hex here thinks about that. Well, one. I think Suicide Squad. I liked it. I think I like Batman versus Superman a little bit more. But not to retread on that. You mentioned Wonder Woman, and I think although a bright spot, it kind of shows the DC extended universe. They're kind of rushed to the gate to catch up with Marvel. Yeah. Why Wonder Woman really didn't need to be there. They want to catch up with Marvel, and that same thread goes into Suicide Squad, where they want to catch up with Marvel and the shared universe and all these shared characters, and they're just they're rushing. Whereas Marvel's planned it over like a decade, mm-hmm. and they've done it correctly, methodically. They've planned everything out in these different phases. Where DC's like, we got to catch up. Suicide Squad, throw everyone there, and it just seemed it just. It was just too much, and it's just a little clunky. I mean, uh, Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn. Amazing. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I think even yep. checking the deeper pop culture pulse about yeah. that movie, that was universally liked. Yep. Saved it. There, think, there's no one who said, man, I like Suicide Squad except mm-hmm. fucking Harley Quinn. Yeah, that blonde. Yeah. No, and she might get her own spinoff movie, which I think sure. would be great, like a Birds of Prey kind of yeah. uh, uh, spinoff, which would be awesome. Jared well, again, Logan, I, I think where DC's head is is on this or Warner or whatever conglomerate of studios are behind the uh the Batman Superman thing is probably probably you and I could get spin-offs Johnny. God, oh hey, why not? They are willing to start making movies that are going to finally hit in 2020. Okay, all right, hold on. Here this is a big slate. This is me rolling up my sleeves for this conversation here, okay? Here we oh, go. Oh. He's literally rolling up his sleeves for and you. I'm, I'm wearing a vintage uh vintage proline back down, buddy. Uh, Redskins uh <laughs> What do you call this kind of material? Uh, windbreaker? Wind, uh, like, uh, yeah, so this is a very loud piece of uh, clothing. Yeah, you can probably words. hear yeah. it on the <laughs> yeah. podcast. So sorry about that. Yeah, um, some but, would say our fourth guest. However, 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 <laughs> my windbreaker vest is not a guest. Uh, but if, let, let me just throw a couple things at you. All right. Because this is the kind of thing that kind of, uh, it's always, 
Um, uh, what was the Homer Simpson thing? That was grinding my gears. No, that's uh, a Family Guy. But I feel oh, like we're we're, okay, we're, right, we're getting right. off topic. There. So this what? is so this is what I was grinding, grinding my gears. Grinding your gears. Is that all right? Look, if the Avengers was the first movie that you saw of Marvel, mm-hmm. would you have liked it? That's a good question. Um, not sure. I mean, <laughs> what? What do you mean? Why the movie itself? Well, if it, the movie it, it was exists, great, I think. Does it need the backstory? Yes. yes, I say yes. I, the backstory I, I mean, does. I don't think matter. they would have made it without the backstories, though. I mean, because it's they better do with the backstory. But just the tone and everything they had right. The can, fact that can everyone you not loves just the look at it for itself is so intrinsic to it so that you really couldn't have made it without having seen it. I, I also, am, they teased it. I mean, they teased it from the first Iron Man movie where, you know, Sam Jackson shows up as yeah. Nick Fury. We have the Avengers Initiative. And then yeah. Downey Jr. shows up in the Hulk, and they kept teasing, teasing, teasing. So it built up all this anticipation, and it finally happens. And you're like, my God, here we go. I get that. But is the Josh Whedon Avengers movie a good movie? Yes. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah, both of them. Okay. So that that's what I'm getting at. Like can mm. can you not like it for yes. what it is at that moment and not be because okay. I, I, I also when I heard that the neck after after the Man of Steel movie, it was going to be Batman versus Superman. I was like, okay, that's kind of ru- seems like rushing to me. And I'm like, a oh, Wonder Woman's in it, and then I heard that the Flash is in it, mm-hmm. and you know, and then they, they mentioned Cyborg. I'm like, oh, wait, why are they getting you see there? Aquaman on the screen? She, yeah, Superman. he's in there too. And I was just like, why I are think they? at one point even uh, Spider-Man Three was playing in the background. <laughs> it might have been, <laughs> thus thus forcing six more characters. Right. And so yeah, you're right. So like all these things, I too felt what you're saying, mm-hmm. like that. Why do they need to rush it? Like we're, I would be very happy to know what a Ben Affleck Batman would movie would be like, and then we would see a Wonder Woman movie, and then we would build up, and then it's all of them together. That would have been probably the way that I would have done it too. Mm-hmm. However, you are a comic book guy. I am, and you watched this movie. I did. Is there anything about the story you didn't like? Batman versus Superman yeah. or Suicide Squad? Well, in both, I mean, it just seems Batman versus Superman almost seemed like they were just mugging a lot at each other, um, and it, it just seemed like a lot of that's lot of not a that's not a comment on the story though. Well, it, no, it but of, it it is a comment on on the that's way you on have the, to that's watch on the, the film. Movie. Right. Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking about the story though, and, well, and again, and, I, it's too easy to say this part looks right. This mm-hmm. part looks right. This character seems right. I'm, just, I'm asking, but somehow about the they laid it all down together story, in a way that did not please people. Well, you mentioned the death of Superman and also the um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. Uh-huh. When you combine those, mash them up, they got a little watered down because you can't tell me um, uh, Doomsday felt right at the end. He did. The way that they built up to him was fine. That because, should have been a whole movie. No, Superman be, no, Doomsday. because. He even even in the comic series, he's very he takes up a very small part of the overall Superman arc. He's just the muscle. He's he's not in, now. It's an amazing feat to beat him, but he's not the Lex Luthor. He's not the grand mm-hmm. scheme. You know, he's just the muscle. Mm-hmm. He's the trap jaw. You know, gotcha. You know, so that, that so I'm just saying like. Um, if you don't take all that baggage with you as you watch Superman vs. Batman, I believe that you will like the movie more. And you might even come close to calling it a good movie. I'm with that. Yeah. You know, so now, I believe the question, though, was on Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, Squad back okay. to it, right. Now, I, 
I saw it in the theater. I saw it opening weekend. Maybe even I think I even got a, a really cool poster because I saw it on IMAX. Like you know, and it was great. And yeah, I mean Harley Quinn was amazing. <laughs> Most perfect casting of any superhero <laughs> of all time. Um, yet that movie is about eighty percent good or great, and then it's twenty percent that's stupid. Yeah, it just just kind of sinks right? a lot. Down. Yeah, the bad. And that is bad. that is Garbage. again. Like I'll, I'll go back to saying it. If you're if we're just here to take the uh, the pulse of pop culture, that <sighs> is kind of the everybody. <sighs> that is the total consensus. <sighs> like too bad it's got twenty percent that it's just bogged like down. It's so bad, puked all over <sighs> it. And yep. then the rest of it shows a lot of promise, and I think overall people are still willing to give the expanded uh, mm-hmm. DC universe and uh, Justice League the, the the chance it might need. But that's going forward. We're still talking 2016. That's just the first couple of movies. And that <laughs> one was movie? just kind of the bad one. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. What else, what, what else you got, 2016? What else came out? Now, very pretty early on. Actually, I think it might have been 2015, but it bears bears repeating. You got Deadpool. That was the first. I think that was 2016. I think that was that. that was that early 2016? That, that was 2016. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. didn't uh, see. I wasn't sure if they were trying to go for the Oscar. Okay, so 2016 includes Deadpool, mm-hmm. which turns out to be this come from behind absolute success, first successful R-rated uh-huh. movie. Uh, uh, it really set the, and it yep. really like cleaned up. Yeah. It, well, that movie's great. It, it, that it, really and yeah. that's pretty much everyone agrees. Yeah, I, I like that, um, that's a high point, and it's setting up an up. There's going to be another Deadpool that's already set. Absolutely, but one of the things that I thought that it did really well is that well, I think it's it's not that it did it well, but it seems to be the only one that is within the Marvel canon. It's not on the X Men movie canon. It is on the X Men movie. It's, oh, it's a Fox. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. It does have. I'm a Marvel Cinematic. I'm sorry. It has an X Men. I actually knew that. So hold on. Let me just scratch that last part. It is. It is within the X Men canon, mm-hmm. but it's the first movie within the X Men canon that makes makes fun of itself. Right. Yeah. You know, like it. It breaks that fourth wall, mm-hmm. and it. It makes. I mean, that's that's the point of Deadpool. He does that in the comic books. He I know. talks yeah. to the reader, and also it kicked open the door for um, R-rated comic book movie. I mean, Ryan Reynolds yeah. had to do this almost himself and accidentally leak a uh, uh, kind of a proof of concept trailer that they yeah. did that went really well. Yeah. And, and you, you really don't hear that story end that way in Hollywood. Yeah, there are a lot absolutely. of passion projects of. You know, A-list, but barely A-list kind of right. uh, celebrities, who and it be, they become obsessed with it, well, and, and it usually fails. Well, see, and this, this and, and and I don't, I do not want this to lead into the 2016 TV coverage yet. But mm. let me just kind of let me let me square that a little sprinkle bit. it in a little bit. Um, however, that that concept that there was a comic book that was rated R that was successful, I believe that that. That concept was is what has stopped the Punisher mm-hmm. from being a great comic movie. Right. Is that they were not willing to step into that full on. Yeah. So now that Deadpool happened, and the amazing Daredevil two series happened, where you see the Punisher like what it can be. Yeah. The movie, the next movie that the that the Marvel Sony people should be doing needs to be the Deadpool Punisher movie. 
or just the Punisher movie. You think so? Even yeah, though it now so. has he needs he, a pretty good home. Don't you think that might dilute the brand? While John, I don't mind there being two Punishers. Like I want to see Marvel. Risky though. Marvel Studio needs to keep the John Burton all Punisher going because that's amazing. But I want to see what a Punisher movie would look like, and I think we should uh, we should leave that to Sony because well, I believe they're the ones that did Deadpool. Well, there you go, everybody. They're, kind they're, of a they're vague the that prediction do, do on on the future. I think the MCU still has Punisher, so they they could do it in the same vein. But um, Punisher's getting his own show on Netflix. But why not bring him? Into a, you know, into, into a Deadpool. Feature. Yeah, or, or have them show up. Marvel's talked about wanting their TV properties to show up in movies, and that'd be the perfect... Oh, yeah, Dude, look, check out what they did with Deadpool. You know, uh, but it, anyway. does, it does beg the question, though, once one connected property breaks the fourth wall and goes meta, right. does that ruin... I mean, I, okay, admit, that's nitpicking. That's a purist kind of question. I admit it. But moving on, uh, because I don't want to get sucked into the Netflix talk yet. We'll talk mm-hmm. about TV soon. Absolutely. Uh, even though shows like that really do blur the line, mm-hmm. but I don't want to get sucked into that. <laughs> I, I did warn of that before I brought it up. Resist, yeah, yeah. resist. Yeah. Now, okay, uh, we, we've been talking about Marvel enough, all right. Civil War. Uh-huh. Oh. Huge movie. I don't know that it did the numbers of like the actual Avengers movie, but this basically was the next Avengers movie. Absolutely, it's not just MCU. It it had all the Avengers, and it brought in Spider Man. The, the, the first uh, little marriage between Sony finally saying, "Look, we screwed up Spider Man so much. Hey, Marvel, come in and help us out. We'll throw him in here. Throw one of our guys in our movie." And it was awesome. It was Spider Man against the Avengers. It was like, we, and it was all. And again, we were just everybody talking about, loved it. We were just talking about Spider Man and his amazing friends, and we loved it. And to see Spidey there and with everybody, it was awesome. I mean, the whole movie worked for me. I just love. I I do have a small critique of it, if I may. Oh, here we go. Oh, now I'm sure we can't stop you, now, please. And let me let me start by saying, I have loved. There's different degrees of it, but every single Spider-Man movie I have liked a lot. Even three? Even three. I re- I liked it. I liked the Spawn. I liked I liked all that. I liked the Sandman character a lot. All right. I need I, to go. I'm okay. sorry. No, no, no. I, I liked it. I liked it. And <laughs> I liked the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man <laughs> movies. Um, I, I, he was too old to play him. But he played. He brought a lot of like heart and care, comedy, and, and comedy I, to I liked it. it too. And I liked it. the villains in both those movies were great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- I liked where they were going with it, and I, I would have liked to have seen that happen. However, this new Spider-Man, this kid, this actor, he is the most perfectly cast Spider-Man ever. Finally, there's a Spider-Man that's 15 years old. Right. Finally, mm-hmm. and it believably. And again, Tobey Maguire was great. I thought. I thought that Andrew Garfield were great, but they were just too old. Okay, mm-hmm. um, this kid is great. He's got this geeky kind of, you know, fish out of water just kind of feel to him. He doesn't. He's not imposing or dangerous. But then he puts on Spider Man, and he's obviously a foe. And that's that in itself was the problem with the movie, is that Spider Man's the best part of it. Oh. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's a and I just saw it for the second time again. It was one of the Blu-ray Christmas gifts that I got. I I I see. I saw it a second time about a week ago. Right. Um, that movie's really, really, really good. But to me, because Spider-Man holds a special part, 
Spider-Man takes the movie away. He distracted you a little yeah, bit. Yeah. you're like, okay, I want to yeah. see more of that exactly. guy. Exactly. Okay. And he leaves. Right, leaves. And I'm like, where the fuck is Spider-Man? And so because right. he's in the movie. But having him in that fight. I know. that fight so much. It's I mean, amazing. Everybody... But it climaxes in the middle. And then he's like, oh, you're done. We're going to go figure this out. You're, no, you're, you're out. Yeah, you're out. Yeah. Tap out. Yep, yep. And, and you and know they, what? And they I, were making, they made no bones about it. They said I literally, know. okay, you're, you're out, done. go home. Yep. Yeah. And that's, I like the way they handled it. But yep. now, if you have a problem with the way that Wonder Woman was thrown into Batman versus Superman, you know, right. why was Ant-Man there? Why was Spider-Man there? Well, Ant-Man's had you know? his own movie. I, I mean, get and that. And that's the thing, yeah. too. Like, with, you know, to go back on the MCU and their kind of plan, um, you've grown to care about these characters. And Downey Jr. is Iron Man. Even Paul Rudd is Ant-Man. I you haven't seen, seen them before. I haven't okay. seen it. I, I liked it. So I didn't care. It was so, good. <laughs> it was good. I'm just saying I didn't care. And it's the one that goes for kind of the, the lighthearted laughs and where... You know, criminals you know, of honor can, can be funny and forgivable. And it could have existed on its own. Slightly different universe than right. the others. But uh, but but it melds with that. And you're right, because he, he ha- has already had his own introductory movie. You know him. You know him. Spider-Man, they're doing the reverse where they introduce him in there. So, and then he's going to get his, his own movie. And then, uh, I, which I think the only one floating around out there un, untouched yet is uh, that Doctor Strange. Another movie came out this year. Right. I did not see that one. Did you see it? Actually, I have not. Whoa, three yeah, of us have not seen Doctor Strange. <laughs> All okay, right. okay yeah, it I, does not bode well, okay. but it did get wow. really positive and reviews. And that is like the fourth. Well, well, hold on. Then let's just talk about the movie that we, maybe we did see. Well, no, I still want to address the fact that none of us saw Doctor Strange. Is that because we didn't expect much of it, or are we just kind of – is it okay to feel a little saturated at this that's point? That's what I was, like, I was I burned out. One. I was burned out. I'll see it eventually. I don't have to go to the theater. You know, like, you know I, I actually like – because I, I like that feeling of when you scroll through Netflix – Every once in a while, there is a movie that you do really oh, want to see. Oh, holy shit, a Marvel movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that you haven't seen yet, yeah. right? And so, yeah, I think that Doctor Strange seems to be like that movie that I, I, I do want to see, but I don't want to really necessarily. And it did well in the theater. Apparently, yeah. didn't it, we don't represent the general trend. Yeah. But apparently, with our, within our admittedly very narrow slice of demographic, all three of us are in, we thought, mm, it's late in the year. I'm going to give this one not a pass. It'll go on the back burner. Yeah. That's fine. Which brings us, I'm going to jump right well, ahead, and here I have, an, I have something to admit, which I'm not proud of, but through now uh, a number of scheduling problems that I've had, passes not working, being out of town, uh, just not being able to connect with, uh, with, with somebody, now three times I've been unable to see Rogue One. <sighs> yeah. It is now... You know, uh, uh, still early January, well, but that's statute of limitations now. are over for you. So let me just let me just say you're going to drop some spoilers. Oh yeah, oh, you are going to get that? spoiled. I don't oh, understand wow. why we need to get into spoilers. Here we go. No, but no, 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 no. let me just say this. Let me say this. the idea of Rogue One. That's all. I, that's fine. But seeing Darth Vader completely being a badass at the end of that movie was the shit. It that that's the, best, the highlight for you. It is yes. It's the last like minute and a half of the fucking film, and it is fucking amazing. Now, this movie is packed to the brim with awesome shit. Yeah, and highlights yeah. and memorables. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, I can't yeah. help thinking about 
I lost my shit when Darth Vader started mowing people down. I just, I was speechless. Like, my God, it's like a awesome. minute. It's not even a minute long, and you're just like, oh, oh my God, what the hell? And All yeah, right, now I admit it's okay. I accept. Nope. it. I've you, missed my been, chance. You, you can't spoil chance. it for All me. Right. But to be fair. I honestly don't know if you guys are fucking with me or not. It doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> so, okay, so you, so it's please still feel be free like... <laughs> to uh, tweet us at, at @stayclassysdcc and you spoil the movie for me instead. Yeah, I just didn't right. expect Jar Jar Binks we'll to show we'll up. We'll we'll wrap up. Misa back. Misa gonna ruin another movie. So so look so look. Def- um, definitely that one was a positive one. Look, like yeah, Rogue. Okay, was, Rogue is. Um, it is proof positive that the Star Wars universe with Disney, like, they are in good hands. These guys are not going right. to do – they're not going to – they're not going to screw it up. And so far, looking into the next couple of movies, um, the casting of uh, Arnie, whatever, the, the new Han Solo. Right. I don't remember his name. I think Arnie something. Oh, no, tip my tongue. Tip Art. my tongue. Uh, uh, doesn't matter. I guess we'll but, all but remember out, this time next but, year. But check out who <laughs> But check out who they casted for Lando Calrissian. Oh, yeah. Donald, Donald Glover. Glover. Donald Glover. And, and it's just like, I know that they're going to, and it's just been announced that Woody Harrelson is going to be right. cast. And I've I heard, heard I've heard of what his kind of story arc is going to might be. And Amelia it, Clark from Game of Thrones oh, is in it. That's going to be amazing. Uh, uh, episode... Um, eight, and which leads me to something that we haven't talked about yet, and this is. Um, I'm willing to start now if you want. Okay. Carrie Fisher. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't want to get into that because there's a, there's a tremendous amount of cultural loss this year, and I was, and I think at the end of the at the end of the show before we before we dour the mood. Uh-huh. At the end of the show, I do want to recap some of our losses. I do want to talk about that. Uh, but I, I just wanted to stick with movies. And you know what? We've skipped plenty of them. I don't think we've mentioned well, what, any what of Oscar nominees or anything. I actually, can, can, uh, Do you have anything else about yeah, movies yeah, yeah, you want yeah, to do yeah, before yeah. the this break? Is it, this is it. Okay. So okay. there was a lot of jerks out there, uh, a lot mm. of trolls, a lot of assholes. What? Some are going to be president. Oh, you know some, what? Some I, actually, I thought about <laughs> but, talking but, about this one. I think I know where you're going. But a lot of them prematurely bashed for many reasons. Some of them chauvinistic. Mm. They bashed the new Ghostbusters movie. Yep. Okay? All right. I saw the new Ghostbusters. Have you seen the new Ghostbusters movie? I actually haven't. Have you seen Johnny Heck? I have not. Okay. Um what do you think, Johnny Heck, about the new Ghostbusters movie? I think it got a... No, no. What do you think about the new Ghostbusters movie? I haven't seen it. it it's okay. What do you think about it? Um, I, I, this, again, this has nothing to do <laughs> with he, women. He sounds evasive, doesn't he? Well, because I, I, well, I know what you're doing. I don't want to... Do you, you, know, you, you want to know what I think of it? What do you think about it? I think it's unnecessary. Okay. I don't care if you cast chimps in the roles. Okay. I just don't think we needed it. You? I don't want to see a new <laughs> Ghostbusters movie. Okay. It yes. could be all, all right. guys in it, all girls. Okay, okay, it okay. Be all right. Yeah. Okay. Fucking. I don't need it. Okay. And okay. I like I like the cast. <laughs> I like the production team behind it. I don't like the internet backlash. Mark, I, I'm hoping that's what you needed from me. Go on. Okay. Well, let me just say this: the reasons why like, Johnny Heck, fuck you, fuck you. No, no, no. <laughs> the reasons why Johnny Heck don't like this movie. 
which is that it shouldn't exist. Yeah. That is not the reason why I hate this movie. Why do you hate it? The reason why I hate this movie is because it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. It fucking sucked. It, it, was, it not wasn't funny. funny. It, wasn't it was not engaging. It, what else? What wasn't it? Uh, um, it wasn't creative. It wasn't creative. Did, did I say funny? It wasn't funny. Right. Well, I think, and that should be the biggest part. Right. It just wasn't good. Now, that doesn't mean that all the trolls had that it, that they were right to be such right. fucking dickheads. No. You know, like this is just one of those things, and this is you know another Donald Trump analogy. But it's like just because they were they were they just were because wrong. something turned out the way you said, it doesn't mean you're right. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the problem they were right for with the, the female cat. No, they were, they were right for the wrong mean. reasons. You know, they they didn't think it was going to be good because of this cast. Turns out the movie wasn't be good because it wasn't good. It just wasn't well written. You know, and you know, you know it, the honest just... the honest trailers how they break down brilliantly like movies based on the trailer. And they were talking about one quote resonated from me. They all tried to be Vankman. Like the whole all four is like someone has to be Spangler. It was like oh the that's a, that's the Pratfall uh, uh, Vankman the you know the smart someone's ha someone has to be Spangler. Someone mm. has to be yep. Zedmore. Someone. And they all tried to be the main comic relief. And Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy are two of my favorite comedians. Maybe it's the casting because every single one of those women are funny. Yes. So they're all Bill Murray's. They're all Vinkman. Well, well, I mean, Dan Aykroyd was a comedian also. Oh, but, that's true. But Aykroyd did not play the, like, in-your-face comedic relief. No. And no, you're right. Was still, it, yeah. was, it was three straight guys yeah. and, and Bankman, mostly. Yeah. And you're right. No, no. I, I had never heard that quote, but yes, that is the that is the problem with the film. And they also just, they just like squeezed in like just these forced references that, mm -hmm. you know, and I get it because I have seen the Ghostbusters movie probably 30 times. If Should I take you through <laughs> no. Okay. All right. No. All right. Uh, I've seen I've seen Ghostbusters too. About three. I saw that in the theater. Right. So mm -hmm. I know the Ghostbusters franchise, and I even watched the anime, the the cartoon. I watched that too. Um, so I know a lot about this movie. Uh, I'm not like a crazy, you know, Ghostbusters, um, you know, the cosplayer. You know, I don't do that. You know thing. enough to I be afraid of some it. ghosts. I I ain't afraid of no ghosts. So you're but afraid that, of ghosts. Oh, no, I don't no, want to play no, the devil I'm negative not, game. You're afraid of ghosts. Then. No, I'm saying that I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Mm. I am not afraid of a world with no ghosts. Which, uh, again, Let's we're not, we're not, we're, I, I know. <laughs> Mark is just waiting on the other side of this conversational punji pit for us to step into it. And I'm not going to no, do you're it. You're not going to do it? All right. But anyway, the movie sucked, okay? The movie sucked. It sucked. But on its not own. because... Not they had female characters. Or in it. because they the made it. The idea that it was made me angry on the internet. I hated that story about it, but at the same time, I wasn't going to go see the movie just based on that because I, I wasn't behind it from the get go. Right. If you don't have Bill Murray playing Peter Venkman, then I don't see the point Although of making Bill, another one. Bill Murray was in it, and uh, Harold Ramis's uh, bronzed bust was in it. Uh, Ernie Hudson seems like a perfect time for a ghost. Um, it does. You should have made a yes. it. Really, sort of begs for I don't know. If I that's guess they weren't afraid of no respectful, and they didn't do it to his or to his were estate or not. But boy, that would be so easy if you if you've got a hologram Tupac. Yep. Why the fuck don't you have a ghost? Why not uh, make eagle? it like the like the the animated Harold Ramis, like from the Ghostbusters cartoon? 
should have been in it as like a ghost. I would have been kind so of So he just Roger Rabbit. I was going to say he should have been like Roger Rabbit, yeah. And then You know what? You might as well remake Roger Rabbit and expect me to go see it. That's the bottom line for me on Ghostbusters. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I don't discredit anybody involved with it for having made it. I hope you go on to make better things, it's but a good I try. don't really care it to was see a good it. Try. That's my take on it. And apparently it was a big failure on the box office. Horrible. It was a lot of America's take on it in the end. And that's Ghostbusters. Any other movies you guys want to talk about before the break, though? There was one good shot. There was a new Star Trek movie, Star Trek Beyond. Oh, I like uh, that one. That's true. That's right. that's you know, true. I, Not terribly surprised. It almost escaped our attention. But, yeah. But it wasn't I think bad. As it did most. I mean, it made okay money, but... Coming off the Star Trek Into Darkness, which I liked, most people mm-hmm. vilified it. I, I, I didn't it. mind it with the con uh, version, it. but um, this one was a lot better as far as the J.J. Abrams universe. It was really cool. Um, everyone got time to shine. Um, seeing, you know, the it was Anton uh, Yelchin, Yelchin who yeah. um, who passed away, and seeing him in it that happened twenty sixteen. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. the crew. It, it was really save your morning it was a for really the good Star Trek movie, and I think it just had that stink of the last one. Or maybe, again, an oversaturation of other movies. I mean, Star Wars, the new one, you know, still kind of resonating, a bunch of Marvel movies. Maybe Star Trek kind of got lost, which is unfortunate because it was celebrating its 50th anniversary. Yeah. So it kind of got lost in the fold, but it was one of the better movies. It really pushed its luck, though, I have to say. Using the uh, the Beastie Boys song in the trailer, having a motorcycle, doing stunt jumps, that it it was not making it very easy for the diehards who've been holding out hope. But to they, say, they oh, they I'm excited Beastie Boys about in this. the first movie, all three, which is yeah, fine. All three of them. Don't yeah. put the trailer to it. Uh, well, I mean, you know, that is but, not selling me a Star Trek. Now, movie. now, like, look, like, uh, it was a good movie. It I was. thought it was it was fine. It was good. Of the J.J. Abrams trilogy, though, Although how he, would it rank? Well, he didn't direct this one. Oh, but yeah. of his universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're um, right. Uh, I, I like to – well, I like them in order, actually. Okay. Yeah. I think I like one the best, probably. Although it's close, I really like them. The, the, I like the second one I did, one too. People absolutely really liked it. They lose their shit on that yeah. one. I, I don't but know. One, that one, did touch a nerve that I don't fully understand. It's the too. con thing. And man. I consider it's myself like, a trek. One, one I like so much, though, so. because like I like how they – one of the things that I think all of us geeks are really always very defensive of is of our of our memories. Our childhood. Our yeah. childhood. And, and, like yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. How dare exactly. you step how on dare our they? But, you know, but And so the way that they handled the whole Star Trek thing was – Everything that you've ever watched of Star Trek, it all happened just the way you remember and appreciate. However, because of that, somebody from there jumped back in time and made another universe, parallel. Right. And now Which is you a very can watch Star this. Trek kind of meta thing yeah, to do. I know. And so yeah. Which I love what they did there. Uh, which and again, I re- the way they handle that transition. I'm saying this as someone who grew up a Star Trek fan. Well done. This is another solid chapter. I'm not dying with anticipation for the next one, but still good. And but it, this this, this, this actually reminds me of something. And we can we can take a break um, after this. This reminds me of something. Um, we did in 2016 a 50th anniversary of Star Trek show with uh, with, with our say. second time yep. guest of Walter Koenig, okay? Mm-hmm. And because we are and such idiots. Chekhov. Yeah, Anson Chekhov. Oh. We okay, so this was the second time that he was on our show. Okay. 
and we did a 50th and anniversary. And we never even agreed to be on his show, by the way. Not at all. That's right. you got to have the guy, power in this right? relationship. And so we do an interview with I'm Walter the Koenig. Now. <laughs> yeah. I'm Look the at me, now. Walter. And so we did a second interview with Walter Koenig, available on MattyPRadio.com. You guys should listen to it. It's a great interview. However, we do a second interview with him. And we do a 50th anniversary uh, episode of Star Trek where you guys try to convince me that it's better than Star Wars. You don't win. However, we, we talk about this. We do all this stuff. And as it turns very out. Little, very little of this is true. As right? it turns out. Which we was, didn't realize for, no. for some time. <laughs> it was our 50th episode. Yes, we really should have so been counting these we things. We should have been doing our that. Our 50th episode was the 50th anniversary. Episode of Star Trek. And mm-hmm. we blew it. Yeah, but, well, we didn't blow it. We didn't mention it. We expected you, the listeners, to catch it. And I know some of the uh, the sharper ones I've seen on the forums did catch it. Mm-hmm. We just didn't check the forums either. <laughs> I that, thought I turned those that's off. my bad. <laughs> well, not uh, to worry. A lot of racism on there. Yeah, you could hear it in 2017 also. Uh, when that's it, right. Uh, it's not gone. That's right. It's, it's here now. Pretend it's still the 50th episode. Pretend it, if you haven't listened to 50 episodes of this yet. I know, probably most of you have. But if you haven't, you could time it. Listen to the uh, 50th Star Trek anniversary episode. It happens to be our then 50th you'll get episode. It. Okay, yeah. that was a great plug within the show. We've already got them listening to. I don't think we have uh, any more movies. Let's see. Okay, any, any more movies? movies? Uh, I know they made another Independence Day. Oh, wait, you uh, know what? There was another X-Men movie. We haven't talked about that. They made another X-Men movie, all for the better. They okay. made another Zoolander movie. All for the better. Oh, uh, I think the fact that we mention them is enough for them. That's enough of that. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a little bit of a break. We're going to come back at you in just a minute. We're going to talk more about 2016 because we live in the past. And a fruit, fruit and a marshmallow roast. goes over a big list of ingredients. <laughs> he really does. Part of a complete breakfast. <laughs> really tough to do within the rhyming scheme. They pull it off. Ghostbusters ties it all back, but we're moving forward, uh-huh. even though this is a retrospect of 2016. Okay, clearly this is very confusing, so I'm going to break it down for you, everybody. Once again, we are wrapping up 2016 a few weeks late. <laughs> In the Saturday morning serial tradition. Do what you do, what you do. So uh, we've we've already discussed movies. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about TV. Uh Or Uh, what is today considered TV. Exactly. Which is we we just just during the break there, the three of us put our heads together, said what what TV shows are are worth mentioning real quickly. (laughs) And uh, very quickly we came up with a short list of all of which are on Netflix. This is not necessarily a channel, kind of like a studio. Uh, It's it's even hard to say, but if you have Netflix, you could have watched, uh, well, season two of Daredevil is definitely worth mentioning because we already talked about it. Basically, the introduction series of The Punisher. Uh, Luke Cage also came out, which which came from Jessica Jones the year before. Uh, Amazing 
series. I mean, all of them. real, yep. huge, true, like, like amazing cinema. First of all, yeah. kind of different flavors mm-hmm. for both yep. of them, even though they exist within miles of like each other. Like one's a little country and one's a little rock and roll. Yeah, sure. no, let's not Osmond it. It's, <laughs> I think it's more nuanced than that. <laughs> but it but, follows the same Marvel. Universe. Uh, yeah, but it, well, the same blueprint as far as start uh, uh, having different properties that plant will eventually the come. Plant the seeds. Uh, Daredevil, yeah. Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, then Defenders. Same thing they did with the Avengers leading up to it. It's the same formula, yeah. but grittier, a little darker, a little uh, more violent. Uh, you know, they're less CG, less yeah. CG, more earthy, just grittier. Uh, yeah. Fun. But somehow within the same universe in a slightly different genre, uh, but the fact that they can do it on television, mm-hmm. uh, and again, we're using that term loosely, but on the small screen, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Where you are given 10, 12 hours for a season in one-hour increments well, to put together something that is designed to be watched more or less over a couple of days. I, Let's not kid ourselves. Right. <laughs> I believe that this – I believe it was 2016 that also brought the Rolling Stone uh, 100 greatest television shows of all time. I think that was – I think that was in 2016. Okay? Yeah, because Rolling Stone, of course, believed that a comet would strike the Earth in uh, 2017. No. And that's it. That's that's the last thing. Well, let, let, let's time. wrap it all well, up. There's more to this time they're for actually, the all-time list. They have been recently. They've been doing that. Like this is like Rolling Stone's 50th anniversary or something. I think in in this year, but they've been known for doing the hundred greatest albums of all time, hundred greatest uh, movies of all time, hundred great. You know, like they. Well, I can't wait till our hundredth episode, which should be time for the hundredth anniversary of Rolling Stone. However, hopefully, we'll get it right. What they what they said. What they gave as the number one show of all time this is Rolling Stone. Yeah, uh, they said that it was The Sopranos. Okay, which nobody here better fucking argue with, or I'm gonna nobody get say the nothing. Fuck buddy. out, because <laughs> it is the greatest show of all time. Yeah. It is. It is. Now I yeah, believe no one's uh, gonna argue. Two was there. Breaking Bad. I believe. Uh, three was the. No, no, hey, no, Johnny. Two Johnny, was the wire. Sorry, I'm sorry. Don't you think Breaking two was the Bad wire. is better than The Sopranos? No, I mean, just between me and you, yeah. no, I don't think Mark can hear us. Two was the wire. Sopranos, I'm going to put in top five. But. No, no, yeah. no. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second, Marky. I just overheard you say two is the wire. I believe is two it, is the wire. Is it Breaking Bad or The Wire? Well, okay. just making all this up. The the top five were, I, I know Sopranos was one, and then it was it was The Wire, Breaking Bad, Mad Men, and I believe Seinfeld was the top five. Okay. okay. Well, I thought, thank I, you. I, I think I've humored this long I enough. Not four. one of those five shows came out in 2016. No, but this I, is... I want to keep us down to a recap is, of 2016. This is so why I bring it up. get back right now, Counselor. This is why I bring it up, is because The Greatest Show of All Time was also a non-commercial, like, not commercial interrupted show. Oh, like so non-network. So it was a short movie. Yep. And so... The one thing that you have to get used to right away is that a a episodic series that's on a national television show uh, or series or network with commercials they are they are built differently. They have like these three peaks because you have to peak to a commercial and then start again right. and then right. and so you have like these like kind of it's not an interruption, but it's like this flow to it. It goes up and it drops down. It goes back up and it doesn't. It, it's a, a sort yeah. of network iambic pentameter. Exactly. And now we're all to. trying to like 
we're we it's and there's plenty of tv shows that have worked that way well, breaking bad breaking is, bad is, is basically having to conform to that uh the west wing was actually on a network and mm-hmm. slavish to that but still amazing. in the top uh, 10 x files was so famous for another one uh, it's an amazing way to so like, there's a way to work within that right system. and you know there's like these three little peaks in every kind of episode as a matter of fact a lot of the best comedy Voted on a lot uh-huh. is Arrested uh, Development, mm-hmm. and then when they when Netflix gave them one more season, a lot of people said, "Boy, they should have stuck to the old to formula." The format, they yeah, they given didn't like too much it. freedom, they got too carried away and too wrapped up in themselves. Yep. That's right, and so there's something to be said for it. Now, it doesn't uh, it doesn't classify or it it doesn't make one true TV compared to the other. Yeah. You know, whether you have commercials or don't have commercials. Um, but when you have the ability to really build like this narrative over a long period of time, like a series can do, then the whole series has that iambic pentameter yeah. instead of an episode does. And that's what they've been able to do on these Marvel series that have been amazing. Jessica Jones in 2015 was amazing. Daredevil in 2015 oh, Amazing. Uh, this year, or, or I'm sorry, in 2016, the second season of Daredevil and in uh, Nick Jones, they were amazing series. Is is is, and the reason Sirai. why, yeah, and, and they're amazing series, and because Daredevil, that's not a word, uh, <laughs> because <laughs> Daredevil two, me. because Daredevil two was 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 amazing, but you could bring in the fucking Punisher in a way that it's always want. It's always wanted to be rated R adult. Yeah. And and, and John Burtonall's performance in Daredevil season two, he should have got an Emmy or a Golden Globe or something. And who knows? They uh, might, maybe you know, they'll in their heart of hearts, we're like, well, we're, he's getting his own series. You, let's show. wait till we can up. nominate I mean, him as a lead up. actor. You tear up with him. I mean, his role, his pain, what makes him into a Punisher, when you watch that series, like, you feel it. The character was yeah. finally realized yeah. after yeah. The, the Dolph Lundgren 80s debacle, then the one with uh, oh, Thomas, Thomas Jane, Jane, which wasn't too bad. But then the third one, I don't remember who was it. I think Travolta it was the, guy was the bad guy. No, no, no. Travolta was in the Thomas Jane. He was the bad guy in Thomas Jane. Okay. It shows how much I remember those train wrecks. The, the, the third one was like a good, like, that one... The the third Punisher movie was like this. Let's make it into like this, like over the top slasher movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what which, it was. Which is like, kind of committing to a certain edge that but it was the like Punisher goofy. character has, like blood everywhere, like blood spurting out. But and then, like, yeah, they they, it, they weren't quite sure if they were going extreme or camp. There were problems with all of them tonally. Yeah, because they weren't. They were afraid. And again, and and the great thing is that. No Punisher movie came out in 2016, the year we're talking about just the introduction of Punisher. And uh, I guarantee you, about 12 months from now, three of us, God willing, will all be talking about a recap of 2017 (laughs) and John Bernthal's performance in Netflix's 2017 series. Okay, see, we're getting too far ahead. But what about Netflix's best series of the year, which... Now, uh, new series I, this is what I've been looking for yeah. because this, I mean, this 
spoke to so many of us. We're talking about Stranger Things. I Stranger Things yeah. on Netflix, which was such a love letter. Yeah. Which was such a, I, it was. It, you remember, uh, eight millimeter. Yeah. Watching that, being like, ooh. They're they're knocking on the door of my childhood here. But a little early, a little soon. Stranger Things. Ah. It somehow hit every single note right. It was like a wind chime with all of my best uh, childhood yeah. movie memories attached to it. Yep. And the wind just happened to chime them all I, perfectly. I, I have I've tried to describe it to people, and uh, the best way that I could describe it is is that it's the Goonies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Meets the X-Files. Oh, yeah. But with, like, a little bit of Starman. No, or but, yeah, and with Star Wars, like, Star Wars toys references and... Well, the, like, well I, I would say the uh, the non-E.T. parts of E.T. Yeah, very that are Star Wars. Very big in there. It came in... Uh, but uh, there's, there's a John Carpenter vibe yep. that you can't deny. And yeah. I'm not just talking about the theme music, but the theme music... John Carpenter. If, you, it, if that just sounds like regular music By to the you, way, then you are not our age. John Carpenter, I believe, started off as a composer. And so, he wrote, he composed yeah, so he all, composed his, own all of his own original music. Yeah, like the whole Halloween thing is—is is that his? Mm, I don't know if that one. Anyway, the point is, John Carpenter's music and all of his music and all of his movies are all done by him. Yeah. So yes, you're right. Yeah. Like literally, but it's like it's Philip Glass uh, uh, synthesizer stuff. But nonetheless. It's what you got from all the John Carpenter yeah. movies, which were kind of like the semi-respectable one-off horror movies uh -huh. back then, uh, the fantastical Steven Spielberg movies, uh, the coming-of-age uh, non-porky-style uh, teenage <laughs> movies. You know, all of that was in there, but none of it felt gratuitous. I know. It, it and the like... story itself is... Uh, it's... I, apparently, it's past the spoiler point anyway, but I still feel no need to spoil it. It's mostly living in that world that yeah. did it for me. Yeah. It uh, a lot of the themes though, that we talked about, like the ET vibe, the Goonies vibe. For me, it came in waves. Yeah. It wasn't all at once. Like I felt a Goonies vibe kind of at the start, and then a little ET vibe when he goes to his back, you know, to find the uh, not alien, you know, from cross dimensional being whatever. But it just it came waves, different themes, and it kept like spoon-feeding you these things from your childhood one at a time, one at a time, these different themes, and it didn't seem convoluted, and it, it was a love letter to these to the 80s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it and was in the way wonderful. that I felt 8mm came very close to, but didn't seal it as it nearly as well. Like, I liked that movie 8mm more Me too, I before oh. I saw Stranger I, Things. I, I it like just seems like, yeah. oh, oh, holy shit, this is this is just a more refined way. Well, I I I have seen this like um uh when I have seen when when I kind of think about this about watching this series, I I kind of time warp back into when I was a kid watching Wonder Years with my dad in the room. Ah. Okay, because now if I watch it with your kid, because I, I I don't have kids, but if any of you out there have some kids, if I'm Please watching send it with your kids, marquee. Um, <laughs> then I'm going to be the guy who's watching this series, and I was that age, right? Yeah. I was that age, and you are your age, watching 
them at my age. So we're both looking at this film at, from different perspectives. One of them, you're relating to being an adolescent and growing up and figuring things out and having fun with your friends and all that other stuff. And the other part of you, now this is the role that I play now, yeah. I'm like, that was me. I had that toy. I had that vest. I cared about those things. I cared about those things. That's that what about. I would have thought. Exactly. If I had a problem with some kind of weird interdimensional well, thing, I, wouldn't know what to do. I would go to the high school and with, fill up a big with, pool in the gymnasium. With, obviously. Yep. With, because that's the world with, I know. With, Sounds good enough to me. But what it, For I mean, me, it was Miss Bernstein. It was, it was just Bernstein was my living back in that world where I was myself, Grim Dan Shea, yep, yep. being a kid watching those movies on rented VHS tapes and feeling like, oh, I bet that would be cool to feed Reese's Pieces to E.T. <laughs> yeah. These other kids are really cool. I like when they show up in the movie. I love the flying bikes. Uh, I'm yeah. scared of the uh, the guy's head turning into a spider in the thing. Yeah. You know, all these things that were on HBO at your friend's house during a sleepover. All these things that were specifically that time in that pop culture. And somehow they wrap that up in the most perfect bow. Some of the nuances, too. Even if you take away from the, the narrative, just, you know, the kids riding their bikes. Yeah. I mean, we're kids mm -hmm. riding our bikes around. And Everywhere. Just, and you yep. know, and uh, Winona Ryder goes crazy in the telephone. Remember you had to buy a house telephone? I yeah. mean, just the fact that she had to go buy a phone. And hooking up on the wall, and just the little little things like that, and it just the, and oh, here's our twenty inch television. It's state of the art, right? It's tits, huh? And it's just yeah. here's a, a, a easy boy, lazy boy, you know. Just the little things from a kid. I was like, you get, not even the cool nerd references like D and D, Star Wars. And the throwbacks, but just the little things, man. It, yeah. It just... It wasn't throwbacks to them, though. That, that's what, like, makes it so sweet. Is that, yeah. like, they were actually living it. So we were their age. We are the main character's ages. Yep. So when, whenever we watch it, we teleport ourselves back there. Whereas anybody who's young watching it, they're seeing it through their time frame. Not through the time frame that it is, yeah. whereas we get to experience that. So everything that they're they wearing, like, talking oh, about, what, why are they riding on those things with two wheels? <laughs> yeah, why are that? that what if they just call Uber? Heelys what if they just, or, <laughs> just yeah. call an Uber? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but they have their own way in. We have ours, and that the I I don't care what kids today watching it are are doing, and and I don't want you to send me your children like Marquis does. I'm just fine watching it alone and appreciating it just from my edge. And that was that that's that our television reading was a high point. Probably the high point in television. Yeah, I think so too. Uh we could sit around and talk about various other shows, but what no, let's not. I, I think we covered enough. That was the home run, I think. I mean there's a lot yeah. of other shows we could talk about but that was the the bright spot, and it's cool to see those kids too at award shows, just hamming it up and having fun. Yeah. I mean, they're running around just, and you know, season two coming up. Yeah, it, yeah. It, and it's coming. There better be because that yeah. show is great. It needs to come back. I want to know where they're going to take it. I want to know if this was a fluke or not. I'm not going to be like, oh, how dare you make another Stranger Things 
series. The fuck? Well, I no. like your, and, I like your troll and voice. No one should <laughs> have that problem with it anyway. I know, exactly. If it's not happening like 15 years later. Yes. If it's season two, then yes, of course, make another Stranger Things. Dare you, man. I don't make know, but hold Stranger on. Things, bro. What the you, fuck, bro? You want to feel old, though. Just see. Winona Ryder as the mom. That that was kind of kicking the nuts and a little bit. And she's still hot in this. Yeah. I, I like her all kind of junk out. Yeah, I still want to date her. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> think it was. Well, she's already. She's like old. the single mom now. Not I wanted to date her in Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> I want to date her now. I right. don't feel any older. <laughs> I mean, I do all the time, every second of my life, but not because of Stranger Things. Like I'm, I would like, I that. would totally I've, date I've her. I've heard a lot of people on social media be like, "You want to feel old." Winona Ryder plays a mom. Oh, that's not how I wouldn't look at it that way. Yeah, and I, I, would, I have I trouble mean, looking at it that way. I would totally nail Winona Ryder now, and then when I'm banging her, I would think about her when she was in Beetlejuice. Well, if you well, Beetlejuice, and that's the end of this segment that should have ended 30 seconds sooner. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> We're going to move on from TV in 2016, uh, and and let's just cover because there's no way we can cover all of them. Let's just cover some conventions. Ah. Another big thing that we cover here on the show. Let's cover the conventions that we've been to. Boys, take it away. What conventions you've been to this year? Uh, am I the only one that went to a comic convention? Did, I don't know. I did. You I, I did well, I I did miss Comic Con. Uh-huh. Um, I missed it, but I also missed it, unfortunately. Uh, but I know Marky. I think I guess I'm the only one that went to any this year. But I, I went to. Um, Boy, it I went to Comic Con. that. Thanks a lot, to, buddy. I went to Comic this year. Uh, I Up went to in LA. Yep, I went to WonderCon, which is also in LA this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I just I love how it's it's not a fluke. Like it's this is this is it's growing still. Like it's not like it's it's not growing and it's going to burst and fail. It's just it's everybody's having fun at these things. But it's if, not crazy. So I'm getting the impression, you, you know, this is – I'm talking as 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 a zoomed-out satellite view as you can about this. But it seems like you're, you – this is what I'm hoping, is that all these new cons that are opening – and you've actually just mentioned well-established ones, but the whole proliferation of the Comic-Con brand plus the Stan Lee's Kamikaze whatever uh, – controversy all this means that it's not they're trying to build too many comic cons and they're going to run out of uh, attendance it's that they have to find yeah. other places to have these gatherings yep to keep the model going yep it's that people are just inundating the existing ones right um please I, tell I, me this means comic con here in San Diego, will have less attendance. No, that'll, that'll never happen. Damn it! Um, That's what I'm building to here. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. I don't think that it. I don't think that it bursts. You know, what I'm saying it, this yeah. is this is not a tick hanging onto this dog <laughs> that won't let go. Uh, what I'm saying is like it seems to be at this like this self. This is like water in a tank. It's always going to self-level itself. Unless you Marvel I mean? or Disney tries to steal stuff away and put it in their own, like, D23 well, but, or But, or again, then that becomes its own Comic-Con right. itself. So this is – it still – it all exists. It all, it all levels itself out. So if Star Wars leaves San Diego Comic-Con and just moves to Disney – to the, to the D23, well, that's okay. Something else will fill its spot 
in True. San Diego, and then D23 will 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 do its thing. Um, but what I really have enjoyed um, for the three comic conventions that I went to last year, and, and you know, and I had a great time at all of them. Um, definitely some highlights and some lowlights of all of them, and you know, I'm happy to share that at a at a at a later at date, a later date. Uh, time but, to be decided. But what I'm saying is, is that what I'm are we okay? So what I'm saying is, is that like uh, the there's this there's this there's still and very very much um, passionate fan base um, geeks like we still really really like each other and we're still together and it still feels great to be like in these rooms and be talking about this stuff and to give it more earth to grow from. Yeah, you know, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's all fun, yeah. no hate, no, no hate at drama. all. It's like-minded geeks, and and it's not spreading people. itself too thin. It's barely giving itself room to right. grow. Right. right? That's is, that's the distinction right. I'm There's looking for. for because pleasure. honestly, and I admit, I did not go technically to a single con this year, mm -hmm. but I did go downtown in San Diego during yep. Comic Con, oh, yeah. and I still feel like I got more or less the experience. No <laughs> panels, so. no yeah. show floor, yeah. but I saw and heard a lot. Yeah. Um, I had a epic San Diego Comic Con this year, uh, in 2016, but we're going to save those details for our preview of 2017's Comic Con because that's coming to you <laughs> early 2018. <laughs> yeah, no, I Saturday morning cereal. Uh, but yeah, I think we need another break because um, I'm ready. I want to talk about some heavy shit. 2016. Um, yeah, maybe we, we here, here comes the. Uh, yeah. The, the 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 middle finger emoji to 2016. That's all the rage on social media now. We need one uh, more. But before then, let's take a little break. Let's all collect our thoughts and let's all remember: time keeps going. <laughs> That's right. For most of us. Someone's come for a nutritious breakfast. What? Hello, my name is Boo. <laughs> Let me finish. Booberry, my ghostly good blueberry-flavored cereal, Booberry, <laughs> is part of this complete breakfast. Who do you, Frankenberry's got strawberry-flavored marshmallows. Caltrocula's got chocolate marshmallows. But I've got blueberry-flavored marshmallows. Frankenberry. Caltrocula. And Booberry. <laughs> <laughs> And there we go. Once again, Mark E. beating his favorite dead horse, the General Mills Monster Cereal Line. <laughs> they really got a lot out of very little of that. They really, for characters, we don't necessarily, I mean, I guess we know them and love them, but there has never been a cartoon or backstory or even a Dark Horse comic series. About, about Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, Frankenberry, Count Boo Dracula, Berry. or Boo yeah. Berry. I mean, yes, Very that's what the puns characters. are based on. However, yes, there's oh. lots of backstory. This is a serial, a fine serial, that started a long time. <laughs> no, sir, no sir. one is incriminating the stature of the serial. The serial's quality is not in question. But, no, I, I, I choose that commercial right now because right now in the studio still is an unopened box of Booberry yes, that I brought I, I for do. our Halloween issue, our Halloween episode. It wasn't, an, it wasn't a Halloween. It was a... It All Saints a, Day episode, yeah. No, it was a serial commercial. No, it was a, it was a seasonal serial commercial. What, what was it called? 
2016. We did it in 2016. If you, like Marquis, are confused, oh, the listener a... can always find our archives it at MattyTRadio.com. For... <laughs> it was our Frankenberry season show. Frankenberry yeah, It wasn't season. a Halloween show, mm-hmm. but it was Frankenberry season, and here we go. Yep. So and Just this... in case we hadn't played every commercial from that line, the we wanted to get that not... one in there. Welcome back, everybody. Saturday morning cereal. We are almost done wrapping up 2016. Uh, in the least uh, hackish fashion, but okay. No, it's, now it's, let's it's get hacking. into it's gonna it. Be rough. It's, it's going to be this rough. This is what everyone's been talking about. We seem to have lost an inordinate amount <laughs> of, of 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 <laughs> celebrities, of pop culture players, if you will, mm-hmm. from across the spectrum. I can just off the top of my head between David Bowie, Prince, uh, Prince Gene Wilder. Uh, suddenly, I'm coming. Gary up Shandling. Morning. Gary Shandling. Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Alan Rickman. We started yeah, the that, year that's that early on. Yeah, we I, yeah, we did. Year. We yeah. we dedicated a show, yeah, or a segment at the very least to Sir Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. I assume he was knighted. We can knight. Let's him. knight him now. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? He's dead. He's dead. I don't give a fuck. It it you're knighted. Like you're knighted. The the hits kept kept on coming. It was almost like. Every month, every few weeks, even, mm-hmm. and it was huge. It's it's not even that it's not even that it was every month or every few weeks, but like it beat us to death at the end of the year. Oh. I mean, I did not mean to say beat us to death. I, I mean, I guess I did. You but. meant it, it beat us to completion. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I, I had a different reaction completion. to that whole thing. Actually, <laughs> no, I. Right. I but Grim it, has it, kept, a... it kept. It just this this year. It's it, this will be known as the year where the where it was the death of the celebrities. Can I say one thing about that? And I and I agree with you, but I was looking through it and I was talking to my folks about it. I was like, 2016 was such a kick in the ass. But they're like, hey, you remember 1977 when like Elvis died, Charlie Chaplin died, Groucho Marx died. Like a lot of like if you look at 77, not that it's comparable, but there, a lot of folks died then too. But this is kind of like our version of that. Uh, and it's been a while. And, and I guess a lot of heavy typically here, here in our generation, we just remember '77 as that's when Star Wars came out. Yeah, or when we don't think some about us were born. That. But like, so, but look. maybe John Wayne did he die in '77? I, I think it was a little after, but like Joan Crawford died that year. I mean, these were like the the heavy hitters. Muhammad Ali there. died this year, or I'm sorry, 2016. No. Like you don't you don't get a bigger figure than Muhammad right. Ali. You know, like, um, is it uh, not Arnold Palmer, um, the other golfer? No, I think it was no, Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Palmer. Oh, well, okay. yeah. Ar- Arnold, Arnold Palmer died this year. Pictures of everything, whether it be movies, TV, sports, I mean, cultural icons. Dolly Parton? No, she's still alive. <laughs> She's still looking. She's still looking so good. I, I'd still like. Go ahead, to take let a look. that go viral. I'd, say, I'd still like to uh, take a look. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> but that actually reminds me because Dolly that, Parton that's part of puberty though. Because I, of the death of Florence Henderson, Dolly Parton is that, now the oldest chick that I would fuck. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it was Florence Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, but you you finally drawn the line. No, but it's Dolly Parton. 
Johnny Eck is choking on his beer right now. Oh, <laughs> which is which is better than crying? Which is what I was afraid this but, segment would come to. I don't want to be morbid. I don't I, as much. Yeah, Mrs. I want Brady to show died, respect you know, this year. But yes, yes. Florence Henderson lost, passed away. As another we've one. lost a lot of Bradys over the years. This was a big hit. Yep. Uh, uh, I think what we're all building to, which was a, a huge hit right at the end of the year for all of us, especially in our our little community here. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia herself, out of the blue, not someone, not a celebrity that we kind of have to be worried still about. Midlife, midlife, you know, really. We're not talking yeah. like Michael Douglas here. Yeah, who's still we're not, alive? We're not talking Puck from the real world. Still alive. Yeah. No, this is somebody who's still very. Is he though? Whatever. I mean, it might have, he might have. Some, somebody out there look that up and tweet it to us. Uh, is is Puck still alive? From the real world. The real world? The, the real world. First Google who Puck from the real world is. And then, yes. Look. Um, this because one, obviously we can't be bothered. Because we're Gen X and we like older things. Well, that's just it. Is that like Carrie Fisher, she's, she wasn't that old. No. Okay. And she is she is the the – stereotypical larger than life figure where everything she said ever in the history of what she breathed is is sacrosanct like it's, it's well well she ended up being more than just the real name behind a, a giant Leia. character right she ended up being her own personality she yep. she's respected as as a writer as as a, a person, producer a human as as a human, yeah. as an activist exactly. in some fronts, yeah. but and she was just known for and maybe Twitter, that double edged <laughs> social media sword Twitter, uh, let her kind of have a voice, you know, and, and in that it never sounded uh, insincere, even, which is probably like, a voice that Hollywood had been hearing since seventy seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally, it I brought totally it agree to with people, that. And she but was like, a even if you were, she and, was the people's princess. I followed her closely, like. I had her alerts turned on, so whenever she would tweet, I would get buzzed about it, right? And I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but if you guys are out there on Twitter, and you can follow me at SDCC, <laughs> stay classy at SDCC. <laughs> uh, but um, if you ever noticed this, uh, if you go onto the Carrie Fisher site, I'm sure it's still up. She used the emoticons to like perfection. It would just be emoticon, 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 the emoticon, emoticon of. Emoticon, emoticon. And it was just like this long, you know, 130 out of 140 characters of emoticons. She could put yeah. a whole paragraph exactly. just like within lay it two out. dozen yes. emoticons. And you understood it. And you understood it. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, so right. it was like yeah, those right. uh, yeah. it was like like a, those weird pictogram like a, riddles like a that they had underneath the beer bottle caps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times. Like what um, uh, Mickey's uh, Star Beer from Texas does that. Mm. But yeah, um, yeah, they would do that. Where you would flip it over and you would look at it and you try to make out what they're trying to say. Star beer from Texas, please send us a case. Lo- Lone Star, Lone Star, Lone Star. Well, I think we kind of screwed <laughs> that plug up, but all right. Yeah, that was it. Uh, out of Austin uh, or San Antonio, doesn't matter. Look, um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, you're you welcome for the coverage. <laughs> Star <laughs> beer out of Austin or Lone Star out of uh, San Antonio. Oh, uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, uh, people die. Everybody knows this. People that you've known, that you've known, that I've known. Uh, yeah, and, we're not trying to shine and, this turd. People and, die. Yeah, people 
people die. Cousins and aunts and grandfathers and, and, all those, and people die. It happens. Okay, whatever. All right. Um, when Carrie Fisher died, people called me. And Be- people called you? Like, people called me. People that – not people that know Carrie Fisher. But like cousins of mine and friends of mine and, and family of mine called me and said, oh, you know, did you hear? Or, oh, I'm sorry, Carrie Fisher died. Like people called me. Like to give me condolences. For the listener, (laughs) I think it needs to be stated that Marky is not on Facebook. No, I'm not. He has relatively a small social network footprint. So a lot of people who know him actually will call me because I'm not on Facebook. Have no other way to reach out about something as inane as Carrie Fisher's passing. Not that that's inane in itself, but just to gauge Marquis's reaction to it, they have to call him now. I think it's more than that. Um, I think it's I I think it is a fact. Uh, I think it is that they well it points to the they fact all know that it is a big crater that they they know that it's important to in me the, right. in the pop culture landscape and right. you they know that it's they, often have your finger on the pulse of the pop culture no. landscape. Boom! Well, how much I don't think that's meant, what it is. How much I, she meant to you exactly. being a, such a Star Wars fan? Exactly. I think that like all of these people wanted a way to send condolences to me because they all thought that I lost somebody special to me. A person that I, I actually have met her before, but I don't know her, obviously. And she's not a friend of mine, specifically. <laughs> but these people called me to give me condolences at what they would perceive as a loss for me. And I'm grateful that a lot of these people did that, or they texted me, or they called me, or whatever. I got like eight calls. I'm not kidding. I got like eight calls. <laughs> and so... Do you- I'm, I'm not kidding. I am struggling with whether or not to feel sorry for you. Though, why not? Why not feel sorry for me? I lost somebody. We lost somebody. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia is—that's a big deal. That's a lot. That's our first crush. Many of us. I mean, it is. That's true. Yeah. And and, and when when we uh, as we grew up, she grew up with us, and that's the theme of this show. And and she she was. She was witty and funny and honest and flawed, and and she she made mistakes, but she loved us. Right, completely, I mean, un- completely unfiltered. I, I, yeah. just come you know, as you are, um, had fully aware of what her yes, place was, right? and put it on Front Street. On and Front she Street, was yeah. just so open, such a, literally open book. Wrote books, wrote books about, books about her life. life. Yes, <laughs> postcards from the edge. I yeah. mean, it's a, every few years. She felt her memoirs needed. By the way, when you have Meryl, uh, yeah, Meryl Streep play you, yeah. in a movie, You're a yeah, big deal. yeah, you pulled the right strings <laughs> in Hollywood, you know. And and so so there is this there there is this character of Princess Leia that obviously is in a is in a franchise of movies that I obviously love and what adore. Fran- what franchise? It's was the it? name of the Star Wars. Oh, and, right. oh and, Darth Vader. And, and, and of course. And of course she's in it, and of course she's you know, and all this stuff. But that is separate from the fact that she was an amazing person. Yeah, you know, and she. And you're, you're absolutely right, and, and, I, and, and, and I cannot dispute that. I just I can't let it go without being said, one more time, that it sounds like a lot of people who know you heard Carrie Fisher died, and one of their first thoughts was, 
I hope Mark's okay. Exactly. <laughs> that uh, that could go either way. Go either way of what? Uh, oh, Mark's life has some very narrow, uh, self-constructed walls. Or? <laughs> and Carrie Fisher is one of them. Or? Or... I hope Mark isn't uh, up on top of a oh, okay. seven-story right. building right, right. right now because Marky, I, I, Marky answers the phone and like the cure is playing in the background. <laughs> you just hear like bottles clanging around. Well, I think it's either <laughs> to me the or is it's the, okay, the, mom. Yeah. Boys, don't yeah. cry. I gotta go. I'm fine. What do you want from me? And you just hear. <laughs> I think the or. I think the or is basically there's this person. That wants to like give me bad news just because they're sick and disgusting and psychopathic. Oh, okay. I yeah, hadn't okay. thought about oh, that. Yeah. Oh, guess yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, the rest I'm of the world are yeah. a bunch of psychotics. They want to make you cry. Handle on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm with you. They're like, oh, this is horrible news. I bet Mark doesn't know about this. Something, yeah. something you love is gone. I'm going to call you. But in the defense you know, of Mark, I'm going to call him up. I'm going to tell him she died on the other side. <laughs> Of the string, or oh, I've already butchered, yeah, already the, butchered the, the stranger whole, thing. Oh, that, that's on the upside down. The upside down. Yeah, oh, she barbed in, it. In the upside <laughs> down. She barbed it. She died she like barbed. barbed. We'll oh see. no, I don't think barbed. You know, in defense okay. of Marky, I had friends call, uh, text, and it was basically like, "What the fuck?" It was it was like one sentence, maybe a few words. Carrie Fisher died. Response: What the fuck? Response: I know. And it was just so somber. And what can you really say after that? Other... Well, but then, but that, it, in a way, well, when I heard that she had a heart attack and I heard that she was unconscious for several minutes. Not good. I mean, I knew that it wasn't good. And then I heard like this kind of good news that she was stable. And then her, and then, you know, like, I was just like, okay, well, maybe she's okay. But I didn't think that she would be like, you know. Talk, you know, I just there was this was not going to be good, and I had these suspicions and all this stuff. But I thought she was going to survive. I really did. There was a couple of days there where I thought that she was going to be okay. Yeah, where okay. she kind of disappeared from the news for about eighteen hours. You're like, oh, well, but she, right, they said so she was stable. This is unfortunate, you know, but her friends and family are with her in the hospital. Stable means we'll stable. Stable means you're going to survive. Stable means you're okay, right? And I thought it was okay, and then it didn't work out that way. And of mm. course, it's awful and then it doesn't it takes you dying sometimes to you for you to be appreciated and it's horrible with her that that happened that way now those of us that are in the community and you know we love her and she defends us just like we defend her and, and, and that, it's a beautiful thing but she 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 doesn't make it and it it hurts us all and we feel for her and, and this is awful and then it just it gets worse it gets worse because her mother debbie reynolds Passes away two two days later. Yeah, if two that, days yeah. later before the new year starts, we're just like stop, stop taking. All right, I, I, hey, I hear you. There was that a, is that is that 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 brink of of frustration. Yeah. Now, see, see, now I hear it in your voice, Marky, and when you said earlier that you bid. A very strong farewell to 2016, but you will not do that to years that follow. Nope. Because finally, you're like, that's not just rhetoric. Nope. You mean it to 2016. Carrie Fisher was the rotten cherry on this melted Sunday. Yes, but there is one thing, um, and there is hope. as I, there, <laughs> funny you said that. I'm gonna start crying. Because 
um, I watched on New Year's Day, I watched Rogue One for the fifth time. <laughs> and this was after <laughs> Carrie Fisher had you passed. You look so terrible. And, uh, and I, knew what, I knew what was coming. But it really brought out to light that the last thing that, that I saw of Carrie Fisher, it, it was a CGI'd version. We all know this. Not Grimshay. I'm spoiling it for him right now as, as we speak. No, but, don't worry. The internet beat but, you to it but, a long time ago. But as we know that the very, very last scene of what is an incredible, awesome Star Wars movie is they get, they get the Death Star plans, they hand it over, and they ask her what this is, and she looks up, and, and she's beautiful in this, mm-hmm. and she says, hope. Yeah. The last thing that Carrie Fisher says, the last thing that I, re- that I remember her saying is hope. And, you know, and it's beautiful, and it's in that outfit. You know, the yeah. same original. And it just reminds me of how much Carrie Fisher meant. Because as many, we grew up watching Star Wars, and there weren't many female characters. She was the only one. Now, we all, the three of us, went to Star Wars Celebration in 2015. And I remember the last day, Marky is um, doing business. He's interviewing somebody. And I'm sitting outside on a on a bench. And they had R2-D2s rolling by, you remember? So there's an R2-D2, uh, full astromech unit rolling by. The, Throw your hands in the, and the air. And the controller, he, he's off to the side. And I remember there was this little girl. It really sounds like a description of just Coruscant yeah. Park yeah. on like a Tuesday afternoon. So this astromech drives by, but there's this little girl with her parents, and she's dressed up like Princess Leia. She has her hair in the bun. She has the white with the hood, mm-hmm. little white. And she starts, her fists go up, and she starts like shaking. She so, and she's jumping up and down and runs over and hugs R2-D2. And I remember just sitting there watching this after the long celebration weekend. And I was just so, I'm like, this is so awesome. This is what Carrie Fisher still means to this little kid who probably doesn't even know. She just knows Princess Leia, this character she could attach to. And that's what she means to this little tiny kid who's going to love Star Wars probably forever. And it just kind of transcends. So... You know, Carrie Fisher may be gone, but Princess Leia will live on to little girls like the one I'm talking about and to many girls to come. So that's my sappy little. I I think you're right about that. And she's, you know, she deserves to be a Disney princess. Yes. Carrie. Yep. And that that is as close to a true immemorium as I hope we ever have to do here on the show. But before so we that's, go, uh, that's basically patting the last bit of dirt on top of 2016. <laughs> but if it, but it, just in case you need it to just get a little dirtier, I mean, in that wonderful <laughs> yeah, story, and let's take that, that in that, that, that in that, that time uh, to do it. In that wonderful story that Johnny Heck just shared, when this little girl dressed as um, Princess Leia. Uh, she's she has she has no concept of Carrie Fisher not directly not yet but I think she'll probably get it absolutely someday. and she just runs up and she just hugs our dude D2 and she's so excited and then she just, mm-hmm. she has no idea that Kenny Baker also fucking died in 2016. Oh yes, Kenny Baker, the original R2 D2. Has anybody here <laughs> seen my old friend Ken? 
Exactly. Yes. Yes. So, we've lost a lot and we wanna we wanna close the door on that. So thumbs up to uh the Punisher in Daredevil. Uh, I think we all agree that uh, Superman vs. Batman was a very good movie. And then, uh, let's say, uh, <laughs> Moses of Civil War was very good. Hey, Grim, he doesn't um, listen to us at all, does so, uh, 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 No, Mark then, has his own show within a uh, show. It's uh, really kind very of, meta. It's very uh, meta. Uh, uh, Comic-Cons were very good. Um, and, then we, and, and the guy and the guy really does mean well. Here, and, and, then, uh, and then, so then... Um, you know, uh, and, uh, Sopranos was not that, the best show. Don't even get me started. Rolling Stone article. Yeah, uh, uh, the Sopranos is a good show. The Sopranos was the best show. It's like, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. In this sidebar, Breaking Bad, really definitely sure. number one. Yeah. Sopranos about number about nine, Mad 12. Too Close of Comfort was better than The Sopranos. Man. Oh, you ever seen Jim J. Bullock? Oh, his ass no, that guy really did his shit. Yeah. Man. Wait, didn't Jim J. Bullock die in 2016? That's so funny. Okay, everybody. <laughs> Is it, and as you run to Google to see if J.J. Bullock has died, uh, we want to wish ago. you a super 2017. Cheers it out, gents. Come on. Cheers it. Uh, we're going to be bringing you a whole bunch of new shows, guys. We are back. We are in full strength. We're back, Jack. Um, uh, Johnny Heck is back in the booth. Hey-o. We're going to have some special guests, some not-so-special guests. Some amazing guests, yeah. some eh guests, some contractually obligated guests. Obligatory guests. And paying yes. them bills. So. But we're going to be playing them bills, bringing you some more episodes. May the geek inherit the earth. Right. Cheers, everybody. Salute. Amen. From this yeah. day forward, let us now live in the future or the present. No, a little bit of the past. Anyway, that's enough of that. That's enough of this. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Ah, oh, this is enough of this.